the human mind, body, emotions, and spirit are more powerful than anyone can imagine. And we will learn to utilize each of them to the maximum and learn to make decisions about what we want and how we want to feel. What a concept. And one we will explore today on The Self-Improvement Show with your host, Dr. Irene Conlon. On our program, we'll address who you are, why you're here on this planet, how to go within, how to come to know what you believe and why. Now, here's your host, Dr. Irene Conlon. Welcome to The Self-Improvement Show. This is Irene Conlon. We're broadcasting from Fountain Hills, Arizona, and I am absolutely delighted that you chose to join us today. We have something so special. We're going to be talking about the future of mind-body medicine. If you haven't been to the Self-Improvement blog lately, go there, see our guest picture, read his bio. There's a video on that article, so uh, take a look at that. And while you're there, if you haven't signed up for our newsletter, do that. You'll find it down the right side of the page, your tiny little envelope that lets you put your email there. Um, sign up. We've got all kinds of things going on you might want to look at and might want to know about. Yesterday, in one of the news feeds I received, I saw the name of a dear friend of mine. She's an astropath and very good at what she does, but the headline was not nice. She's one of the most caring, capable, and conscientious people I know, and she's an outstanding physician. The article accused her and two other naturopathic physicians of doing fraudulent work and call them quacks. The gist of the article is that there's no good naturopath, not one, not one good one, and only MDs should be allowed to practice medicine. I couldn't find the credentials of the person who wrote the article, but I didn't need to. It's a mindset that says only allopathic physicians should be called doctor. But many people now are asking for holistic health care that takes into consideration the interconnectivity of mind, body, and spirit, and also looks at prevention and health. Um, They're wanting this more and more. The Internet has brought together ideas and approaches to healing from all over the world, and we're exposed to new ideas almost on a daily basis. Ayurvedic and uh, Chinese medicine have influenced Western medicine, but very slowly. And we're beginning to see doctors who practice integrative medicine springing up around the country as more doctors recognize that what impacts one part of you impacts the whole of you. Things, they are changing for the good. And we're going to take a look at the future of mind-body medicine And we do have an expert to help us do that. Dr. Joseph Cardillo has been with us before. And so if you've heard those programs, you know you're in for something really special. He's a best-selling author of several books in the fields of health, mind, body, spirit, and psychology. Further, he's an expert in attention training and creative thinking and has taught more than 20,000 students in various colleges, universities, and institutes. He holds a doctorate in holistic psychology and mind-body medicine and is a regular contributor to the Huffington Post, Psychology Today, and other leading publications. Dr. Cardillo received the prestigious 2011 
SUNY Chancellor's Award for Scholarly Research and Creative Activity. His latest book, Body Intelligence, Harness Your Body's Energies for Your Best Life, has just been released in paperback. And I would encourage you right now or as soon as the show is over to go to Amazon or someplace and get this book because you will be so glad you did. I am delighted to welcome my good friend Joseph Cardello back to the Self-Improvement Show. Joe, I'm so glad you're back with us today. Thank you, Irene. It's a pleasure. You've had a very, very busy time. I'm going to ask you that same question I always ask because we have always have new listeners. You know the question. Tell us about yourself. Who is Joseph Cardillo? Well, you know, I, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a research. Uh, I'm a research. I do research in uh, in holistic psychology. That's. Uh, that's my uh, main squeeze right now. I'm, I'm a professional writer. I was an educator for several decades, um, <clears throat> over three. Um, I, uh, I really have been spending uh, the last uh, several decades um, re- doing research uh, in the body and mind connection um, and, and writing books uh, to try to bring some of the best of, of that research uh, and, and also research that's already out there uh, to people so that they can put it right there in their homes and start to, uh, you know, consider how it might, you know, help, help them uh, live the best life they can. So, you know, that's, that's basically uh, what I do. <clears throat> At the moment, I'm out uh, just outside uh, of Boston. I'm on my way to Boston. I'm doing, uh, I'm, I'm doing a promotion tour for uh, Body Intelligence, which... Uh, uh, just came out, uh, and by the way, when I say body intelligence, I have to say the subtitle because I guess there are several other, a couple of other books, one, one on diets. <laughs> oh, really? Uh, but uh, <clears throat> my book is titled Body Intelligence, Harness Your Body's Energies for Your Best Life. Um, and, uh, and I'm out, it, it was just released, the paperback was just released last, uh, last week. Uh, and uh, so I've been out on a, on a, Pretty strenuous uh, PR tour. Uh, so, is it in an ebook as well? Can you get it on ebook or Kindle? Um, you can get it anywhere. It, it, it sold out on Amazon in one day. Wow! And yeah, and 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 so they're they're uh, restocking. I, you know, from what I understand, it'll be uh, fully stocked up again. You know, tomorrow or the next day. So anybody that orders now can get their book on time. What a um, wonderful problem. Uh, <laughs> a sellout on Amazon. Yeah, <laughs> it's fantastic. No. Tell us a little bit about the book. Why should people get it, Joe? And who can best profit from reading this book besides yeah, everybody? Uh, well, body Intelligence is really, uh, is really a book, book for everybody. Uh, at the bottom line, at the bottom line, the, the, uh, the book, the book uh, points out and and, and uh, explains how the body itself uh, draws energy from everything. The body is an intelligent machine uh, and draws energy from everything around it, everything in its environment, including from within itself. Um, so the body works kind of like a, just this tremendous antenna or satellite dish uh, and able to draw energy 
into itself. Um, whether you're regulating it or not, your body's going to do that. Um, and the, the, second, the second part of body intelligence that the book gets into is identifying your body's uh, natural energy resources, the, the, the whole spectrum of your body's natural energy resources, um, and, and how, how we can harness those resources on a daily basis so that we can have all the energy that we want uh, to live the best life we can. Um, and so that's the basic um, approach of the book, and it's loaded with hundreds of things that, that we can do uh, to have natural energy. And, you know, I've found that a lot of people are, have become very interested in this. I, I worked uh, with uh, Michael Strahan, uh, the uh, National Hall of Fame football uh, player for the New York Giants and Good Morning America host. Uh, I worked with Mike on his new book for part of his new book uh, as his energy management expert um, and, you know, talked about some of the same kind of skills and techniques uh, that, that I use, you know, in a discussion of body intelligence. So, you know, it's kind That's of getting out there. That's pretty exciting. People like Very Michael exciting. Strahan can really spread the word and make people want to know more about it. So that's pretty exciting. Well, this yeah. is a good thing. Yeah, it's becoming, it's, you, know, it, 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 you know, there's some people out there that kind of got, got their minds wrapped around this and, and are, are helping really put it into the, the you know, the, the public conversation uh, on how we can have all the energy we need uh, to live the best life we can. So I'm kind of happy about all this. <laughs> I would think so. Let's get everybody on the same page by getting some terms dis- defined a little bit. How do you define mind-body medicine? Well, <clears throat> you know, there's a lot of different definitions going around. And, you know, first of all, you know, I, I, I might, I'm, I, I'm not, I don't want to mislead anybody. I'm not a physician. You know? I have a Ph.D., uh, not an MD. So, uh, you know, my my uh, expertise is, is is philosophical in that regard, and also uh, scientific in regard to to, to psychology. And um, also experiential. Yeah, that's right. Um, you know, and and so you know, when I define mind body medicine, I kind of you know I like to look at the whole history of mind body medicine. So you know, if we look at you know, the old uh, mind-body medicine uh, from, you know, millennia. Uh, you, you, mind-body medicine was looked at in, in terms of here's the mind and here's the body. Almost and as, never the twain uh, shall meet. <laughs> yeah, as two separate, as two separate entities. Um, and then, and then... Uh, you know, uh, the, there was a shift, and and the shift in in mind, body, medicine, and conversation uh, turned to the mind and the body um, are the same thing. And then there was another shift, and the shift is that well, the mind, and and this is the the newest perspective on this. The mind and the body uh, share um, certain spaces, certain attributes, and and so the mind and the body in those 
shared spaces are similar, are the same, um, as in the brain is part of the body. Um, but then there's a whole question of, of consciousness and you know, various qualities and types of consciousness that, and awarenesses that seem to be unexplainable in terms of just the physical. So uh, is the proper uh, term then mind-body-spirit medicine? Yes. I mean, at least up to this point, seem unexplainable, though, you know, there's plenty of people that are doing, you know, spectacular research trying to get to the bottom of that a little more. Um, and so, you know, where where we are now, at least, you know, not, not everybody agrees either. So, you know, I might say where we are now, and someone might not agree with that. But where many people are now is, again, that, that the mind and the body do share um, a certain uh, space um, and, and quality of experience. But then there are questions out there regarding our awareness um, our consciousness, our experience of life that, 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 that can't be answered that way. And so there's, there's again, that, that bit of separation of mind and body uh, there. So that's, that's about the best answer I can give you. Um, you know, another way to look at it is if you wanted to look at a, a purely physiological uh, uh, con, uh, you know context you might say that that you know they're they're um, that 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 your your mind your mind is the content and the neurons that make up your brain for example uh, are the form so you know that that's yet another definition uh, that people toss around. Um, you know, a purely uh, more physiological definition. I was going to so say it, that it makes kinda, us almost a machine. Yeah, it gets kind of tricky there. Um, you know, in, in my own personal uh, experience and thinking, uh, you know, I, I kind of look at this and, and I... And, and, and I'm in that, you know, that, that, that second to last category that I gave you, you know, where I'm looking at the, at the, at the mind and the body sharing a similar space for sure. And then, and, and then there's a sort of a, um, a separateness that at the moment nobody can really definitively put their finger on, um, but that everybody's looking for a sort of a unifying factor there. You know, and and a unifying factor could very well be just energy, and and then you've got that unification because really, um, you know, you could look at it and say, well, it's, it's all energy, isn't it? Well, it, so it, now, yeah, it now is it all energy. Same again. But then you have people who just absolutely don't agree with that, and you know, that stymies me when people don't understand. That we are energy, have energy, you know. It's, I don't. I don't know where they're coming from. I, I guess I've been into yeah. it so long that I cannot understand not believing that way. But yeah. I still see people who say, I, you know, I don't have 
electrical impulses in my body. And when you say, well, how can they do a, you know, um, an EKG on you then? And they look at you like, what? Yeah. <laughs> what, what are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, they're, they, they, they trace your electrical impulses from your heart. Oh, oh, well, that's different. Not really. No, it isn't really different. How do you, you know, how do you eat, but, you know, my problem is how do you design a research study that looks at this? I mean, I just, I'm I'm trying to think, you know, pull up what I remember from research when I was in college and say, how do you design a study that can define what's body, what's mind, how they interact? Um, actually, we don't have time to answer that question at the moment. Let's go to break. And when we come back, we're going to talk a little bit about the research uh, and, and about what is body intelligence. So stay tuned. We're going to be right back with more with Dr. Joseph Cardillo. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Life is complicated and sometimes we all need a little help, but don't have the time for a full hour-long session or don't know who to turn to. That's where BetterHelp comes into play. With BetterHelp, I can get matched with one of over 2,500 licensed and approved counselors and therapists and get help anytime, anywhere, totally private. For a flat weekly fee starting at $35, I can connect with my counselor via text, chat, video conference, or phone, which is great for me because I'm always on the go. And I can go back to previous sessions whenever I want through my secure account from anywhere in the world. It's a great feeling to know that help is there, affordable, private, and convenient to my schedule. We can all use a little help. Visit betterhelp.com forward slash empowerment and register for free. Try it for seven days without being charged on your credit card and get matched with a licensed counselor usually within 24 hours. Get better help today at betterhelp.com forward slash empowerment. Are you looking for life's answers? How about the meaning of true self? Can you really be a better person overnight? Well, good luck with that. Now, if you want to know more about this insane world and life we lead, tune in to Dr. Gary Bell's Absurd Psychology. You'll learn about how the brain operates under different psychological conditions, some common sense. Heck, you might just actually learn something. Listen Fridays at 1 p.m. Pacific, 4 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Empowerment. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. Tuned in to the Self Improvement Show with your host, Dr. Irene Conlon. Got a question for Irene or her guests? Call into our live show at 1 888 346 9141. That's 1 888 346 9141. Connect with Irene via email. Our address is the Self Improvement Blog at gmail.com. Now, let's get back to the Self Improvement Show 
Here again is Dr. Irene Conlon. Welcome back to the Self-Improvement Show. Today we're talking with Dr. Joseph Cardello. He has a book that just went crazy on Amazon, Body Intelligence, Harness Your Body's Energy for Your Best Life. And today we're talking about the future of mind-body medicine, and it's a fascinating subject for me. I remember in the 60s when I was in college, we had one course called Psychosomatic Medicine, and everybody thought it was really strange. We've come a long way from then, um, and we've been talking about the mind-body connection. Let's talk a little bit about what is body intelligence. You have a book on it. Let's talk a little bit about body intelligence and go from there to talk about what's happening today in the field of research on this whole topic, Joe. What's mind-body well, medicine? What's body intelligence? Well, one of the things one of the things I like to mention is is that uh, we know you know we know when you know body intelligence again is being aware of your body's uh, natural energy resources and the things that energize you, and then and then also knowing how to tap into them. And and going along with that um, is um, <clears throat> is a a, uh, a a hallmark of body intelligence, and that is to try to plug your energy drains. You know, there's two things that that uh, are common culprits of being fatigued at the end of the day, or even in the middle of the day, or after a particular activity. Um, one of the one of the hallmarks is that we've 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 matched the wrong energy with a particular task. So, for example, if I'm trying to lift 350 pounds, it requires me to cultivate a different type of energy than it would if I were trying to play a melody on the violin or if I were trying to um, work on a, diff- uh, on a difficult math equation. Or, you know, to add one more piece to that, if I were trying to heal from a broken heart, um, mm-hmm. all different kinds of energy. Um, and so if you match the right energy with the right task, you'll, you're, 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 more, you're more prone to go into a state of flow and be able to move through the task with high quality energy um, and n- not really fatiguing. So one of the reasons we drain energy throughout the day and feel fatigued is, you know, whether it's memory fatigue, mental fatigue, uh, physical um, fatigue, uh, w- one of the main reasons is that we've matched the wrong energy uh, with a particular task. Another reason, though, is that we have, we all have, including myself, we have certain patterns that we uh, get involved in uh, uh, pretty much on a daily basis that are capable of draining your energy. So, for example, uh, one individual that I know's pattern is drinking three cups of coffee, let's say, before she even leaves the house in the morning, and then on the way to work, stopping and getting a fourth cup of coffee on her way to work. Um, You know, eventually the caffeine, um, and some people use energy drinks, uh, eventually the caffeine uh, is going to have a negative return and and is going to leave you in a place worse than where you started. Um, so that's an energy drain. Another, you know, other energy drains, and, and in my book, I help people identify their particular energy drains because everybody's are different. Um, you know, another person's energy drain might be, you know, what they do 
uh, before they go to sleep at night. So for one individual I know, watching the news at, oh, yeah. at that time of night, particularly with the type of news that's playing these days, um, has, a, has, a, has a harmful effect on the way she's able to wake up in the morning. Uh, I know another individual who wakes up in the middle of the night because of that stuff. Um, you know, some individuals think that if they play certain music in the morning, it'll, it'll pep them up, which it does. But then when, when, they, when they get to work, it actually has a reverse effect. So, so you know, what, one of the things I tell people to do is to pay attention to the way they feel at certain points in the day. And it's not hard to do. You could just plot out. In my book, I have a very simple chart that, that everybody, uh, you know, can use. But, you know, you, you can kind of just plot out your own if, if you want to try it. You know, just pick a couple time slots during the day that are important to you, like when you wake up, you know, how you feel when you get to work, how you feel around midday, and how you feel on the way going home. Those are a few. Um, and maybe how you feel right before you go to sleep at night. And just identify what kind of energy you'd like to have. If it's perfect, just say, you know, I feel perfect at this time of day. Some people might say, you know, when I wake up in the morning, I wish I had a little more energy. Although there are some individuals that wish they, were, they had a little less, because some people wake up anxious. Um, you know, and, and so on. Like some people might say, you know, when I get home, I wish I, had, I, wish I were calmer rather than all ramped up. So, you know, things like that. So you know what energy you'd like to have um, throughout the day, and you know whether you're getting it, and you also know where you're not getting it. Um, and that's the first step, paying attention to how you feel energetically uh, at different points of the day. Uh, and then, um, then, we go into, uh, then we go into the body's, energy resources. And remember I said that the body's capable of drawing energy from all kinds of things in its environment, including from within itself. So if you plug your energy drains, if you don't do anything else, if you don't do anything else, you'll already feel it like you have more energy because really uh, you're not bringing in any more energy, but you plug the consumption. Right. Can, so, can being around negative people drain you? Absolutely. See, once you figure out what your drains are, you know, some people, one of the things that drains them is their use of language. You know, people say, use, uh, you know, rough language, harmful language, um, or different kinds of language, you know, inflated language. You know, and then three hours later, they wish they hadn't. And and, And then it starts to drain their energy. So if you pay attention to what's, really pulling the energy out of you in a negative way. It could be uh, negative people. Um, then you can start to plug that. And if, as soon as you plug your energy drains, just plug two big ones, or even one, and you'll feel like you've got all kinds of new energy. Um, and then when you start to plug your drains, and then on the other half of the equation, do things to increase your positive energy gains. So you're drawing positive energy into yourself. To do that, you need to know uh, what in your body's energy resources is giving that to you. And in my book, I help people find that out. Uh, it's kind of fun. It's, it's, it's really about self-discovery. And, and I'll give you an example in a second here. 
Um, okay. When you start drawing more positive energy into yourself and you plug your energy train, you start to feel a lot better. You start to feel a big difference. You know, one of the ways that, you know, a very simple thing you can do is somebody might find out, you know what, when I take a walk in the middle of the afternoon out in the, out in the, in the, you know, the afternoon light, I take a, a short walk even, I feel better. And in my book, I explain why that might be. You know, the exercise uh, perks you up. Um, the, the, the sunlight perks you up. It, it decreases the amount of melatonin that's in your bloodstream, and that's one of the things that may be making you feel groggy in the first place. So a couple of things happen while you're taking that walk um, that, that help to energize you. If you listen to music and it's the right music, it'll energize you even further. Um, and, you know, you come back and you feel refreshed. And who hasn't done that? Or, you know, if you're having a kind of uh, low-energy day, if you, you know, some people, if they wear a certain article of clothing and it feels a certain way on them or it looks a certain way on them or it has uh, an emotional memory that's very positive for them, it gives them an uplifting feeling and it, it uplifts their energy. So it's, it's really that simple. Little things like that, playing the right song, wearing the right um, article of clothing, um, not listening to a, a news broadcast that could perhaps, you know, uh, steal your energy from you or put, put you on a negative uh, uh, run for the day. Um, you know, things like that. And, um, and, and you, know, you can get yourself feeling better in no time. So what do you tell somebody when they say, I got up this morning, I was so tired, I could hardly get out of bed, and I'm still feeling that way. And, and I mean, they've just reinforced themselves being tired. What, where do you tell them to start? What, you know, what's well, the starting? Assuming that the person is physically healthy and, has, you know, has checked in with their physician and, you know, they're, they're, they're physically healthy. So, in other words, you know, you should be waking up feeling, feeling a little more energetic than that. Uh, you know, so assuming that, then, then what, I would, what I would tell somebody is, you know, let's take a look at, uh, you know, a, a, a couple of days' worth of activities. And, and now, instead of just doing a chart where, where you're looking at, you know, a couple, of, uh, a, a couple of points throughout the day, like waking up, uh, what you do on the way to work, you know, what you do in the afternoon, instead of doing that, I'm going to, I'd have you look at your day more thoroughly. And actually, I provide a chart like that in the, in the book. Um, and, and, and I take a look at, at what, what the individual does all day long, um, tasks and activities that the individual is involved in. And, and, and I ask the individual to write a narrative. Um, and I provide one in the book as an example of a, of a narrative. Like, here's what I was doing during this particular activity. Here's... Here's um, how I felt and so on, that kind of thing. And that way they can, they can rethink, they can revisit a day or two or even three days worth of activities and look for the patterns. Look for the patterns that are, that are, that are consuming their energy unnecessarily or draining them. And look to see if there's anything throughout the day where they feel, you know, that they've got the right amount of of, uh, of, of mental, emotional, and spiritual energy. Um, and so then, then people will have a sense of what, what's draining them. They'll also have a sense of what's, what, what's activating uh, them. 
And, and so what I look at is what patterns are you involved in that are taking your energy away and making you feel this way? And uh, one thing that people come to understand is that something I do today might take my energy away for the next three days. So something I, something, some activity that I participate in, let's say, uh, you know, this morning might affect me not only throughout today, but for a couple more days to come. You know, think of the, think of the example of the news or the example of, uh, the example of language, you know? And so if you meet somebody and, and your language is such that it winds you in a conflict, the energy uh, effect of that conflict could weigh heavily on you for days, maybe longer. So it's that kind of thing. So you learn what to avoid and what to replace those kind of, um, you know, uh, draining activities with. What about nutrition? How I mean, I know it affects your energy. I I used to have it all backwards. When I felt that I needed energy, I would go get some sugar which crashed me, <laughs> and now I know that that does not work for me. Yeah, I, how important do you think the food we eat is in this whole well, energy source I, thing? I think that food we eat is, is, is quite important, and I think that, that, that the same way that we monitor our activities to see how they affect our energy, I think that we can monitor the food that we eat in the same way. So, for example, uh, if, if instead, of, instead of having a cup of coffee with caffeine to uplift me, and then I notice that, you know, a few hours later, I'm crashing from that, or it's got me so jumpy that I can't really do the task, or that later on at night, I've, you know, I've had so, I've consumed so much of it that I can't sleep. If I notice those effects, then I can alter that. I can, you know, I can have half as much or I can substitute, you know, uh, uh, maybe a mint drink. Maybe I could substitute water and lemon. Maybe, um, you know, maybe I, I could substitute uh, just plain uh, cool water. I mean, there's a lot of things that you can do uh, in substitution, some people might try eating more protein for, for the energy that they're looking for, uh, or make a healthy smoothie uh, for the energy that they're looking for. But again, um, in, in those situations, you have to monitor how it's affecting you personally. Just like, you know, one person can have a cup of coffee and it not leave them all wired, and another person can have the same amount and they feel all wired. So, you know, I I think that, you know, monitoring uh, how, how the, the things that you consume affect you um, is a good way to begin. You know, that, and, yeah, uh, that almost puts me on my soapbox of, you know, saying we're unique. You know, we're all different. more advanced skills, I think people need to really consult, or consult their physicians or their uh, nutritionists. Um, and, you know, and for even more particular things, you know, there's a, there's a, there's a lot of work being done right now, uh, using nutrition, uh, to, to deal, uh, you know, with emotional difficulties, you know, and, 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 and other things as well. 
We have a joke at my house when we when we have a really bad day. It's can you cook some comfort food for dinner? You know, we'll have and we laugh as we eat the comfort food. We know exactly what we're doing, but but it it does sometimes help a great deal to have something that comforts you, as long as well, it's not sometimes you know really bad for you. You know, if you cook grandma's chicken soup. <laughs> you know, yes. You know. Absolutely, you know, it and it may not—it may not necessarily have to be that the soup is is what's making you feel better. It it doesn't have to be the soup, but it could be associated with the soup. So, for example, you've got comforting memories of of safety and and goodness and wellness when when we were around our grandmothers. Um, you know, the scent, the smells, and everything affect our emotional memory and help bring it forward uh, of, again, a time in life when we felt safe and comfortable and just good. Um, and, 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 and that, that, that alone could make you feel better. Uh, and that's a perfect example of mind-body medicine, I guess, if you will. On that note, it's time for us to go to break. We'll be back very soon with more with Dr. Joseph Cardello, so stay tuned. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Do you or somebody you love have a struggle with abuse? You don't need to be a slave to your abuse anymore. Listen for Beyond Abuse, Beyond Therapy, Beyond Anything with Dr. Lisa Cooney. Dr. Lisa overcame struggles in her own life. Two decades of sexual, emotional, and physical abuse nearly took their toll. In her 20s, she turned her life around and set upon a path to help others. She can help you find the key to take control of your life, too. Listen every Tuesday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time, 1 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. How do you define work? Is it that mundane Monday through Friday place that seems to be sucking a third of your life out of you? Or have you made it a place of personal fulfillment, achievement, and purpose? If you are looking to make your work life the latter, tune in to Working on Purpose with Elise Cortez. There are all kinds of inspiring work life stories told by people who have made work something to look forward to every day. Working on Purpose can be heard every Wednesday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time, 3 p.m. Pacific on Voice America Empowerment. It's time to access your magic. Tune in each week to Living in the Magic of Possibilities with your host, Glenice Hughes. Our topics cover finances, personal health, business, relationships, mediumship, and so much more. If you want to access all that is possible in your life, listen to Glenice and her expert guests who've turned the impossible into the possible. Living in the Magic of Possibilities is heard live every Thursday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. (laughs) 
tuned in to The Self-Improvement Show with your host, Dr. Irene Conlon. Got a question for Irene or her guests? Call into our live show at 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. Connect with Irene via email. Our address is theselfimprovementblog at gmail.com. Now, let's get back to The Self-Improvement Show. Here again is Dr. Irene Conlon. Welcome back to the Self-Improvement Show. Today we're talking with Dr. Joseph Cardillo. Uh, We're talking about mind-body medicine. He's just released in paperback his (laughs) sold-out copies of Body Intelligence, Harness Your Body's Energy for Your Best Life. The book is now being restocked in bookstores, so be sure you get it. Uh, Before the break, we were talking about mind-body medicine. We're talking about body intelligence. So if we're talking about body intelligence, where does the mind play into this, Joe? Yeah, thanks for asking that, um, Irene. Um, Because it's it's an important point, and I I don't want anybody to uh, lose this. you know, when I when I started talking about the uh, about about these skills and techniques, you know, several decades ago, we used to talk just about how the mind influences the body, and you know, uh, and and over the last several decades, you know, it, it's become a, a very popular topic. Topic. It's it's hard to probably uh, find a campus, uh, a college campus anywhere in the country that doesn't address that idea in some way. In, 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 you know, in courses uh, or even degree programs, you know, how the mind itself is capable of imposing its influence on the body to get the body to operate with more precision and, and just better and, and also to improve health. But from the very beginning, I always used to mention uh, that, that, the, that it's a two-way street, that, that mind-body uh, is a hyphenated word, really. It's a two-way street. The mind, yes, imposes its influence on the body, but the body also uh, is able to impose its influence on the mind. Um, Absolutely. And, and so it, it's a loop. It, it's, it's a continuous synergistic loop when it's working its best. And, for example, when the mind is, is healthy and well and imposing its influence on an otherwise fatigued body, we can use the mind to try to boost the body's energy. But on the other hand, if the mind is depressed or chronically depressed or if the mind is fatigued or if the mind has dulled, uh, if the mind is disinterested, let's say, or jumpy, you don't want that mind imposing its influence on an otherwise healthy body because then you're going to have two problems. And so in that regard, when, you know, under those circumstances, what we want to do is we want to use the mind-body connection. We want to use the body, the healthy body, to influence the mind and rebalance the mind. And now you've got a healthy mind imposing its influence on a healthy body, imposing its influence on a healthy mind, and you've got that nice loop of positive energy uh, synergistically moving forward. Well, there's absolutely no doubt about the fact that they influence each other, and you know, they just can't be divided up. Actually, you know, one is always—I mean, it is a loop. Now, I just had some dental surgery, and and I couldn't think. You know, it's like uh, they pulled some teeth, and my brains came out with them. Uh, 
<laughs> and you know, once I was over that, then I started functioning as well as I function. Um, but it was quite interesting to me. And I always take those things as a time to study what's going on. You know, what is it about me that I'm not able to think clearly enough to do some of the work I do on a daily basis? And I just didn't feel like it and gave myself some, some time off to, to recover from the trauma. And I, I, I think sometimes we forget that one, how influential the body is on the mind or the mind on the body. How do you go yeah. about researching these things, Joe? It's such a nebulous kind of subject. How can you set up a real scientific study on mind and body? Well, you know, I think that, uh, you know, I, there's, there's different ways that, <clears throat> that we can do this. Um, some, of the, some, of the, some of my colleagues that I worked with, um, uh, when, we, when we were doing research on how music, for example, um, <clears throat> affects the body, particularly on how it affects the brain uh, and, 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 and thereby how it affects the rest of the body, uh, you know, used, relied a lot on, um, on, on imaging uh, techniques, uh, relied a lot on gathering, gathering information uh, from, you know, I- advanced imaging, uh, used, used uh, groups uh, and, and, and did group research um, on, on the effectiveness of music and its ability to uh, work to balance anxiety, uh, stress, um, in particular, uh, insomnia, uh, and, and even in other areas, uh, in, to improve focus and attention were other areas, uh, where, uh, we did research on the effect of music on the brain and, and the body to achieve those effects. Uh, we even did research on how music was, was able to, uh, help the mind and the body organize itself, uh, as well as strengthen itself. Um, following some of the, the, the imaging, uh, that, that w- was used, uh, and, 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 um, and test groups, uh, we, we got, we got percentages, uh, of efficacy, uh, from that, um, and we were able to support um, some of the things that we were trying to um, demonstrate um, with uh, regarding how music uh, can affect uh, organization, focus, tension, uh, uh, emotional stability, uh, and and even uh, insomnia. Um, and I and I think that there was some research done on ADHD as well. And that, but uh, you know, I wasn't involved with that part of it. So knowing some of these things and knowing how the body and mind influence each other, where's it headed? You know, what's the what's in the future for mind body science? Well, it's some of what we just talked about. I mean, you know, the advances in imaging uh, have made it so that you know not all the studies have to be observational or empirical. You know, some of the studies um, can be. Um, you know, one of the one of the individuals I worked with. Uh, is a neurologist, another one is a cognitive scientist, uh, and so those studies uh, can be done, um, you know, using, as I said, sort of the tools uh, of, the, of those disciplines. Um, 
I'm also working with a very large uh, group now um, that uh, is using uh, holistic is using holistic uh, concepts and techniques and is incorporating those within their cognitive uh, psychological approach. So now um, you know it's a combination of, of cognitive uh, clinical psychology and holistic uh, concepts. Um, holistic uh, uh, psychological concepts uh, to create a, a more whole person program. And, and some of that is being documented, not some of it, all of it, um, <clears throat> is being documented, um, uh, you know, using uh, data collection. A lot of it is going to be um, observational and empirical. Um, but uh, when it's fully launched, um, the, uh, the program will be um, will be working uh, with depression, uh, anxiety, uh, stress, uh, and, uh, and and uh, and in an attempt to improve uh, emotional stability, uh, as well as uh, uh, working on insomnia uh, and and uh, and even suicidal tendencies. So that's those are some of the areas that the program uh, will be. Um, working with um, and gathering research on, and I think that in, in the coming years, um, hopefully sooner, but in the coming years, we're going to have um, a lot of uh, data uh, collected um, to show results. Uh, Do you program. think that... The number, the number will be 15.5 thousand individuals, so oh. it's a large program, and, and the data collection will be massive, um, and because of that, I think that... Um, you know, that will have some support on, on particularly this combination of, of clinical uh, and holistic um, psychologies. Do you think that medical schools will begin to teach more of this in the near future? Uh, you know, they seem to be lagging a little behind. Oh, sure. You know, I know that, you know, I know of, of one medical school uh, right now. Um, and, and, and this is just one that I know of. I'm, I'm sure that, that all of them, um, well, I can't say all of them, many of them, um, uh, you know, have already incorporated uh, classes in mindfulness, in meditation, uh, in yoga, and, 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 and these kind of disciplines um, for, for their own various reasons, um, most of them having to do with, with stress and focus and insomnia or attention. Um, so, I, you know, they're already doing that and uh, quite well. You know, I would get really excited if my doctor told me that I needed to do more meditation or, you know, really work on my self-awareness or, you know, any of those things. See, I've never heard I, one ask me that. So One of the things that I've constantly pursued, and in particular with the last, uh, with the last uh, several books that I've written, um, the first one I wrote on, on attention, um, and, you know, what is it, what, what exactly goes on in the mind when we're paying attention and what's not going on in the mind when we start to lose attention. Um, uh, the book that I wrote uh, regarding, uh, you know, how the seasons affect us and nature itself affect right. us. And by the way, there's been, since I wrote that book, there's been other books that have come out that have really uh, supported the same idea. You know, oh, 
perspective um, and another physiologist's uh, perspective. Um, uh, and and the, the book I wrote um, on, on music and how it affects the brain um, and, and now with body intelligence. Uh, but the, what, what I what I really what I think I've brought to the table is I've tried to you know I know that a lot of a lot of individuals uh, have brought Eastern techniques into Western uh, methodologies, and what I did is flip that. And what I did is I I said okay you know we know an awful lot about meditation after the last fifty years um, in this country, um, and and we know an awful lot about m- mindfulness really. Um, there's a lot more to learn, but we do know a lot about it. Um, and so what I did is I tried to take uh, Western science, Western technology, and bring that into. See, I flipped it. A lot of I think a lot of people here have brought meditation into their practices. What I did is I brought Western science and Western, particularly Western psychology, and I work with neurologists and cognitive psychologists and so on to to see to kind of break down Eastern techniques and and see and see what makes them work with our sciences oh love that i hate to say this we're right up to the end of the show what's uh, the thought you'd like to leave with our listeners today joe well the thought that i'd like to leave with everybody is that body intelligence i wrote the book for everybody um and it's a very very simple way uh for all of us uh to increase our daily energy um, and live the best life we can. Um, and um, I'm really happy to have brought that book to people, and I'm very thankful to Simon and Schuster for having put it out in softcover last week. Um, you know, the hardcover's still out there, but um, <laughs> the softcover's there and made it affordable for just about everybody. Fantastic. Body intelligence. Harness your body's energies for your best life. Um, I would order it right now if you haven't read it. I highly recommend it recommend it. Joe, thank you so, so much for being with us today. Always wonderful. Thank you, Irene. This is Irene Conlon and my guest, Joseph Cardello, saying thank you so much for being with us today. Come back again next week for more of the Self-Improvement Show. Thank you again for joining Dr. Irene Conlon for the Self-Improvement Show. Please listen again next Thursday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, 12 noon Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Remember that improvement out there starts in here.